This is the First Emmanuel Lutheran Church podcast. For more information about us, who we are, and how to get connected, check us out online at filministries.org. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Randy Roche. So you've been with us. Our uh, Advent and our Christmas worship has been under the theme Moving In, and we've been talking about uh, God's movement, not ours. We uh, began with God branching into our lives, He uh, the vine, we the branches. We talked about the Lord being that purifying fire, cleansing us from sin. We talked about the Lord singing over all those who repent and find in Him forgiveness. We talked about God fighting the battle, which is really what Christmas is all about, that God has come to us in the flesh. Jesus came here to do all the things that are necessary for us and for our salvation, living the perfect life and and taking our sins to the cross and crucifying them, and in his resurrection promising that whoever lives and believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. That was our concentration for a little more than four weeks. But now, having looked at God's movement in our lives, God bringing grace and truth to us, today may be a little bit different. Today, rather than God moving in, it's about us moving out with His grace and His truth. This is exactly what the shepherds did in response to the Lord who moved into their lives. And I notice as I read and reread over the last few weeks the Christmas account from Luke 2, I noticed that there were four responses from the shepherds that I think really are our responses to Christmas. The first one was this, they took time to listen. Let us listen again. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. I'm sure the shepherds were fixed on their work. I don't know about you, but when I see these paintings of shepherds out in the field, they're, they're kind of just laying there relaxing, taking a snooze. This is not it. Watching a flock at night was serious business because you were responsible for the protection, the preservation of these animals. You laid your life on the line for these animals. So there is no opportunity to take a a quick cat nap. There's no such thing as uh, avoiding your watch. You kept watch. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of this watch, in the midst of this vigilant keeping where there is no sleep, 
Suddenly the, the heavens open and the glory of God shines around them and now they listen not to bleeding sheep but to praising angels. It, it got their full attention. Attention taken away from the sheep and fixed on the heavenly messengers. Can you blame them? I don't think any of us would say, hey, can you come back when our, when our watch is over? Come back in the morning. We got some work to do here. I don't think any of us would do that. Full attention given to listen, which we are called to do. And I think listening again to the Christmas message is a bit more challenging for us. I mean, after all, you listen to this same pastor drone on week after week, The Christmas message sometimes gets lost, maybe because we know it so well. Maybe because it's easy for us to say, yes, 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 I, I know the whole story. We can recite the story by heart. We've heard it. And besides that, we're some pretty busy people. We've got things to do, places to go, people to see. And we tuck Christmas in every once in a while, but we're busy. And it's not just Christmas. It's not just the month of December. It's every month. It's every day that we are called to listen. Because the message of Christmas is, is about every day, not just a season or a moment or a day. It's not just an event. It's a life. You know, those shepherds were taken by surprise. They were frightened. They were sore afraid, as the King James would say, greatly terrified, we might hear. Fear not. Fear not, says the angel. Just listen. Just listen. You have nothing to fear. But we think we do. At times we do fear. And sometimes we are sore afraid because of what's going on around us in our culture. Maybe it's because of what's going on in this roller coaster of an economy. What can we plan on for the future? Or maybe it's our family challenges. Maybe it's the uncertainty of our employment. Or maybe it's health issues. These are the things that so easily capture our attention. And we tend to focus on them. And they tend to consume us. What we need to do every day is listen. Listen for the peace that comes to you and me through Christmas. In the midst of the world's fears, in the midst of our family fears, in the midst of our personal fears, and, and, and listen to the message that you'll find Jesus lying all nestled in the Word with the assurance that He's going to use everything together for the good of those who love Him. Listen to the message that you'll find Jesus wrapped again today in the bread and the wine of Holy Communion to give you a stronger faith and to assure you of sin forgiven in His presence in your life each and every day. Listen, listen, because you'll find the message of real life. But the shepherds not only listened, but they responded, and they leave the sheep to go to Bethlehem. Did you pick that up in verse 15? When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known unto us. They went with haste. 
Didn't wait for their shift to be over. Didn't wait for the substitutes to come in. And they went into Bethlehem. I think we, we lose something 2,000 years after this event. When Luke writes it, I'm sure people are shocked at this particular verse. Let's go, leave the sheep, and go into the city. You see, those are two things that shepherds were never allowed to do. You never abandon the flock, ever, for any reason. But they thought this was the reason, and they were right. The second thing a shepherd never did was go into a city after sundown because shepherds were considered to be, well, less than trustworthy. They were considered to be thieves, ruffians and rogues. But this message is so important to them that they will leave the flocks. Nothing is going to stop them. Nothing is going to get in their way of their connection with the Christ child. And notice they went together. They didn't say, hey, Joe, why don't you go and see what's going on and let us know. Give us a call and if it's true, we'll go see you. Not at all. They, they went together. Let us go together. What seems to get in the way of our getting together to go see Jesus? What is it that prohibits us from being in a Bible study or a small group or to have family devotions? I know most people say to me, uh, I, I don't go to a Bible study or a small group because I think I might be embarrassed because I don't know enough about the Bible. Well, fear not. No one knows enough about the Bible. That's why we get together, to be able to study it, to learn, to apply, to walk with each other, to encourage one another. I heard some people say, I just don't have enough time. Isn't that interesting? No matter how rich or how poor you are, no matter where you live or what you do, everybody gets the same amount of time every single day. It's 24 hours. I guess maybe it's just about prioritizing. That's what the shepherds did. They prioritized. <laughs> let's, let's go even to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to take place. So let's together leave our excuses and spend more time with Jesus so that together we can, we can look upon him. Verse 16, and they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. They had to go, and, and they went in a hurry. They were just drawn to this Savior, not just because of the message by angels, but because of the substance of the message. The message was what they've been longing for in their lives. We are drawn to the Savior. We whose lives have been impeded by imperfection, stained by sin, gripped by guilt. We are the ones who are drawn to look upon this Christ child every day. We look into the manger that's filled with forgiveness. We gaze upon grace that's wrapped in swaddling clothes and human flesh. We behold a baby born in order to die for the sins of the world, for my sin and yours. We see our salvation in the flesh. And this child, this almighty God in the flesh, this creator of the universe, 
in a manger causes us to live abundantly. And when they saw it, Luke writes, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they heard and seen as it had been told to them. They made known. Couldn't hold it in. Too good to hold into themselves. It's kind of like if you remember all those times the Packer won the Super Bowl and you went to work the next day and probably wasted a great majority of time talking about that game. You could not hold it in. Good news of great joy, which shall be to, well, maybe not all people, but Packer fans. What about the joy of Christmas? What about the joy of Christ come into our hearts and into our lives? They went on their way, these shepherds, but as they did, did you hear it? They were glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, and so should we. The truth of the Christmas message should impact our lives in such a way that we would live them glorifying and praising the Lord. What does that look like? It means loving one another just like Jesus would love us, even with our faults and failures. It means even loving our enemies. It means forgiving like we've been forgiven. It means being merciful as we've been shown mercy. It's caring for others as Christ cares for us. It's being compassionate. I'm sure the shepherds' new lives would cause some people to ask, what's the change in those guys? How wonderful it would be if we lived our lives in such a manner that others would ask us, What's gotten into you? And we could simply say, Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you want to learn more about First Emmanuel Lutheran Church, visit filministries.org. We'll see you next week, and God bless.